0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com There's a, um, there's a pasuk in Yirmiya, and it says, <speaking in Hebrew> What does that mean? It means that Hashem has a special place in Shamayim called Mistarim. And in that place, he's crying. There's a cry being done right now in a place called Mistarim. That Hashem is there crying. For what? What is he doing? For what? What is he crying about? What? You know what the Gemara in Chagiga says? Mepnei Geva. What does that mean? Hashem is crying. <mipnei> geva. What's Geva? And the Gemara in Hagigah says, because, and I like to read it and share it. It says, because of the ga'ava Mepnei ga'ava shel Yisrael shenitlamem ve'netnale of kochavim. It means the ga'ava, the stolz that a yid had and is no longer. A Jew, if you're a yid, you have to have you know. You ever hear that word stolz? You ever hear that? Anybody ever hear that? You have stolz. I never forget. I'm 19 years old. I'm walking into my yeshiva, 19 year old bacha. I never went. I was out of town. It's an Eretz I go there, and, and there's three parts in the Beit Midrash. Three parts: one, two, three. And they had amazing zach. I don't know. My first day, I sit on one side of the base Midrash. Sitting there, I'm learning. I'm, I feel so good. I'm staking away. Open up the Gemara, and I got a tap on the shoulder. One old debucher taps me. Excuse me, you can't sit it. I was like, what do you mean? Nobody, nobody's sitting here. I don't I understand. It doesn't make a difference. This is reserved for the top she. You cannot sit it. And I couldn't believe it's a. It's a good thing, by the way. It's a good thing. It's like it was like they had a whole you that they do, and it's it's smart because listen. Let me tell you the end of the story. Okay, great. They had a, a stolz to them. Wow, amazing. Okay. And now, as a first year bacha, you want to wait to the third year so you could sit actually on that side of base madrash. Not only that, the lunchroom. You go to the lunchroom, he's in there for breakfast, he's sitting there. Okay, sitting down. This is for the third year bacha room. You can't sit here. It's a top shir, top shir sits here only. Okay. Go to the dormitory. Now I'm walking upstairs. There's, there's second floor, third floor, fourth floor, fifth floor. Now, first, your Bacharim on the fifth floor. Second, the top is on the second floor. You go there, they push it, they have a lock, they have a disc, they have a code, you can't go. It's like, wow. It's a, it's a type of stolz that you automatically have. And they did it on purpose, the yeshiva did it on purpose to know. You hit this level, you're on a different zakh, you're a different bracket, you're a different type of, of a Bachar. Now, every yid has to know that. That every yid has something. In them, like Shlomo HaMelech says, I'll quote you a pasuk. Shlomo says, ani venava. And he continues a little bit later, hashamish. What does that mean? It says, a yid, he's speaking about a Jew. He says, a Jew, really, you look at a Jew, he might look irreligious. He might look burnt. He might look not all there in spiritually wise. But, Shlomo HaMelech says, Stop. He's Nava. He might look, you might see him in this kind of life, and you might see him in this kind of way, but just know one thing, this person, this yid that you're looking at, even, I don't care how he looks, I don't care how far off he is. He's Nava. He is beautiful. What happened to him though? She zaftani Hashamish. It means he got burnt from the sun. What sun? What sun? Shlomo continues, he says, what sun? He says, we have the outside influence of the world out there that influence this person to know and to think what's important, what's not important. All of a sudden he hears something called a Super Bowl and everybody's going crazy, and he says, what's going on? The answer is, the outside world make it so important that you, you can't go anywhere. We're no knowing this is the day. This is the spitz day, and you see, he's running after the, the bull. ball. Do you don't understand what's going on. A bunch of big guys they're running after one to knock him out because he's holding a ball and he has to go to the other end. And he has to. This is what we're talking about. This is what's going on over here. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? You're, you're a jewel. You're a gem. You're Jewish. You're a yid. And let me explain what a yid is. A yid, you know, they look at it. You know, you're not allowed to eat kosher. You're not allowed to eat non-kosher. You can't eat non-kosher. You have to eat only kosher, right? First, might ask why? Of course, Hashem said that's it, finished. But you have to understand something even more deeper. Everybody has to understand. The depth is your goof, your body cannot handle non-kosher. It's not just oh yeah. I'm Jewish, Hashem said, so you know what, I can't eat non-kosher, because I can't eat non-kosher. Whoa, 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 one second, one second, one second. You cannot eat non-kosher, is because your goof physically can't handle the non-kosher going down your body, because you're such a kadosh, it doesn't, doesn't go in. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't happen. Same thing, if you have your mouth Your mouth is so kadosh, your mouth is so holy, you can't speak something bad. You can never speak something bad about a yid. Why not? Because your mouth is so holy, what it comes out is so kadosh, you can't do it because you're so holy. Take your eyes. Your eyes are so pure. It's so pure. That you can't look. Of course Hashem said he can't look. But you know what's even vital more than that? Your eyes are so kadosh, it can't handle anything else but kedusha. It can't. It doesn't make sense any other way. A guy is a guy. A guy A guy is a guy. We're not learning from guy. But a yid. That's what Shalom is saying. one says, Shechora ani If you see a yid, and you see his awful little bit, you see... He's beautiful, he's nava. So what happened to him? <speaking in Hebrew> the sun burned him. What sun? The outside going The outside world of the Gaim The influence of them. That's what. But, the pastor continues. And what does he say? Says more than that. He says, Hagidali she'ahava nafshi. Echater the Yid is asking, "Echater eh? There's no Beit Hamikdash right now. Back in the day, you had a Beit Hamikdash. You saw miracles. You would go there. You're feeling uh, down, and and, and and you're feeling, uh, I need a little chizik. I need something. You go to the base of Mikdash. You see some awesome miracles. You come back. You're like, Wow! I'm back. I got it. Beauty. Unbelievable. So we're asking Hashem, Echater eh?" Hashem, where are you? Where's your address? You have no Beit Dash. I can't go to your house where it was over there in Yerushalayim. Now what do I do? What am I going to do now? When I need that pull, when I need that lift, when I need that chizuk, what am I going to do? You know what Hashem answers? This is a beautiful answer. He doesn't give it yet, by the way. Hashem gives an introduction. Shalom HaMelech says an introduction before Hashem's answer. You ready? He says, Hagidali Ali first, We say, She'avah nafshi. means, that every Yid loves Hashem. Every single Jew loves Hashem, no matter what in life, he loves Hashem. Now, if you look, if you look, there's a Rambam. There's a very famous Rambam. And what does this Rambam say? The Rambam speaks about the Rambam speaks about loving Hashem, and you know what he says about it. Let me read it. It's an amazing Rambam. He says, What is the what is this love that we're supposed to have for Hashem? Who sheyehavet Hashem aava gedola yeterar rabba aza ad meod ad shetene afshor kasher nafsho ba the love that a yid has to have for Hashem is such a love where it's, he's infatuated with love. You know when a person gets engaged, when a person gets engaged, whatever his newly wife-to-be wants, what do you need? A Coke? What do you need? A Sprite? What do you need? This? What do you need? That? It doesn't make a difference. He's so infatuated with love, he does anything, whatever she wants, no problem. She's always thinking about, my kala, my kala. She's, my kala, I'm finally, a, I'm finally becoming a chassin. My kala, my kala this, my kala that. The Ramam holds that your love has to be infatuated, like the Shukhan says, the first Shukhan What is the first Shukhan You open it up. What, what does it speak about? You open up, look at the Rambam. What does it speak about? One thing. Shiviti Why is that the beginning of everything? Because if you have that, If you have Hashem in front of you, you love Him so much, you have it so much in front of you, automatically, automatically, you live a better life. You live a healthier life. You live awesome life. So the beginning, when you're opening up the Shachar the first thing, you want to live normally, you want to live properly, first thing you have to know. You have to know, God is with you 24-7, always, every single second. He's your Father in Heaven and He loves you so much. And guess what? We say back, We love Him. But now, echatere, where am I going to find him? And you know what the pasuk says right after? I'll tell you. Shemor says, yes. "How are you going to find him?" He says over here, Imlotid hayafa banashim." Hashem says, "Before I give you the answer, how are you going to find me? You have to know who you are, hayafa banashim. Are you the most beloved people?" in the creation of earth... Wait, I'm not giving you the answer yet. But first you have to know this. You have to know who you are. If someone comes to you and did something terrible to you, he ruined your business, he destroyed your life, for 30 years he's been bothering you, he comes, he asks mechila, with a sincere mechilah, he comes really, really... I thought about it for thirty years. I've been harassing you. I've been bothering you. I've been. I'm coming back to you with a sincerity. Please forgive me. Forgive him or no? You know what the Rambam says. Listen to this Rambam. It's amazing Rambam. Rambam says, and I quote: "Asur la adam. It's also for a person. Sheye Akhzari. He shouldn't be cruel." Cruel for what? What 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 he what, what, what cruel about what? Ela, ye no sot, When somebody asks you after, after so many times, after being so mean to you, don't be cruel, and what does he say? Be <laughs> mochel. Forgive him. But the Ram doesn't end there. You know what he says? Be mochel believe shalem. Like, fully. Don't hold any grudge. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right here. This person did A, B, C, D, E, F, G to the Z. And now, he's coming to Esmechila, and his halacha and the Rambam, not to be achzari, not to be cruel, and to be Michael, and not just be mochel, be mochel belev shalem, also on top of that, How could it possibly be? And you know what the answer is? How could it be? The Rambam says because you're Zerah Yisrael. You hear the Rambam? You know how it could be? I'll tell you how it could be. If you're a guy, you can't do it. The Rambam says if you're a guy, you can't. You won't be able to. And he brings a Pasuk to prove it, by the way. But if you're a youth, the reason why you could be Mochel after so many years, this guy did so many things to me. The reason why you could be Mochelim? Because you're Zerah Yisrael. What? Listen. This is what he says. And I'm going to quote you. These words are unbelievable. He says, There's no extra word in the Rambam over here. He messed up your life a lot and a lot. Does it twice. Don't take revenge. Don't, what's going on? And you know why? He writes, That's the Derek of a yid. This is the heart of a Jew. Do you realize who we are? What? You're a different being. Completely different being in the world. You can do it. Not only that. He writes, Listen to this. The goyim can't do it says, the guy, we're not going we're to, not because they're bad, they physically can't do it. They're not built like a yid. We are different built. We, we cannot do what they do because we are physically different. A yid, no. He says, no. guy, no. Ain't Ella, why? Why, what happened? Right? He says, And he writes, And he writes, Where's the raya? There was a time in history that we did something with the Givainim. We went to the Givainim, we asked them, kill these, be marchalos. And you know what the pastor says, they couldn't be marchalos. You know why? Because they're not bnei Yisrael. They, they can't. You can't blame them. You can't blame him. So when Hashem says, to do all these mitzvot, 600, how many mitzvot do they have? 7 mitzvahs. How many do we have? 613? Oh. How, how can you expect that? You have a 13-year-old, about mitzvah, 12 years old. Now from here for the rest of your life, make sure you keep every single mitzvah till, till the day you die. Hello, how could that be? I'm only 13 years old. What are you talking about? I'm 12. What are you talking about? The answer is, if you knew Hashem planted into you from the beginning when you created, how much you have within you, you could do it all. You can be so kadosh, like the Rambam says, everybody can be like Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, very, 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 very big question over here. What do you mean? The Torah says itself, you can't be Moshe, nobody can come like Novi like Moshe. The answer is your potential that you could be. The potential that you have, you could do, you could go to the to the end 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 end. Now, how much does Hashem love us? You ready? Listen to the two these two things. It says, Bishvilini olam." Notice the It Didn't say Bishvilini olam." It says Bishvilini ha olam." That means you have to believe that because of me, the whole world was created because of me. Now let me let's explain how important and vital this lesson is. The Gemara says there's something called a good guest. And there's something called a bad guest. Famous Gemara. What's, a, what's considered a good guest? You invite somebody for Shabbos. Is he a good, he a good guest or is he a bad guest? So it depends. What does it depend on? You invite him for Shabbos and, and, and you have such a big meal. You have your chulent and you have your kugel and you have your kibbeh, you have lahmajin, and you're putting a crazy array of all these different dishes and wah! Wow. And he's sitting there and this guest. What is he thinking? He says, No, no. This guy, he has a mishpacha of 12. He's going to cook a meal anyway. So he didn't cook anything extra for me. He what? He, he cooked for his family. Imela, I'm here. I also, I also have, uh, I'm also a mishtatif. You know what the Gemara says about this person? He's a bad guest. He's a bad guest. So what's a good guest? The good guest sums and says, Wow, look at this guy. He's amazing. Look what he did for me. He cooked this dish, this cookie that's coming on my plate. Look what a good guy he is. He thought of me when he was making a cookie. Wow, that's a good guest. That's a good guest. Now we are all guests in Hashem's world. You're a guest, I'm a guest. It's His world, we're guests. So now every morning when the sun comes out, how do you look at it? Do you say, Hashem built the world, and He had to bring His Son out for the world, everybody, not just me. That's a bad guest. It's a bad guest. The good guests looks, in the morning, tomorrow morning, when he wakes up in the morning, he says to himself, Wow, Hashem, look at you. You're amazing. You're amazing. You thought of me to open up the lights in the morning? I'm so honored. Thank you so much. That's the truth. bishvili you have to believe that. Mamar Chazal, if you don't believe that, you know. You have to believe Mamar Chazal. And you have to believe the Gemara, good guys, bad guys. So in everything makes sense that tomorrow morning, when you wake up in the morning and you see the sun, you say to yourself, Hashem, you're so good to me. You literally thought of me before opening up the sun this morning. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. That's a good guest. Now, this is the Kiddush that we're saying here today. And it won't be believed without a solid proof. Is there a Gemara uh, Ta'anit? Um, anyone can pass me a Gemara Ta'anit? And I'll tell you this hidush from this Gemara. You ready? Like this. Let's go back to the Mamar Chazal. It says, B'shvilini The world was created for me. Now what if I tell you, and I'll prove this to you now, thank you, what if I tell you that before Hashem created the world, before He created the world, start, start from the beginning. From the beginning, beginning He created the world. He said, He thought of you in the year before you were born, you're going to be in the year 2022. He thought of you before He even created the world from the beginning. Yilach Kiddush? Again, again, hear hear that, hear that. Hear that. Wait, wait, wait. You believe me? But if I tell you you believe me, that Hashem thought of me. Me. Yosef Palachi, yeah? He thought of me before He created the world from before Adam Arishon's time to think He's going to create a world so I'm going to be born in the year so-and-so in this dark. You believe such a, you believe such a such a statement? He thought of you before he created the whole world. That you're going to be born in the year 1990, whatever it is, 1950, before he even created the world. How could it be? So now I can't say that without a solid proof, and I'll, and I'll tell you the proof. Proof to it, a Gemara story that the Gemara brings, and Mefashim speak about it because they can't believe it. It's too hard to believe. It's a Gemara on Kafe Amud A story of Rabbi Yaza ben Padat. Rabbi Yaza ben Padat. Who is Rabbi Yaza ben Padat? Milta says, He was extremely, extremely poor. He was so poor, that the Gemara says, he let out some blood. Back in the day, that was like the refuel, to let out blood. He let out blood. And after pulling out blood supposed to eat something to give you strength he didn't have any money to eat anything no money nothing he couldn't even buy a thing but he saw a garlic clove and he eats the garlic clove he faints he faints he's telling me to see what's going on Rabbi, Rabbi, get up get up Rabbi, get up And they see him, he's crying, he's laughing, and he has like a shine coming out of his forehead. He finally wakes up, he says, What's going on? Rabbi, what happened? You were crying, you were laughing. What is this? What is this? Explain Pshat! So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He said, I had a dream. When I fainted, I had a dream. I was fainted. And Kaddosh Baruch Hu came to me in a dream. Imagine, Hashem coming to you in a dream. Wow. Allah talking about big, uh, big... He uh, came to me in a dream. And He says, I finally see Hashem. Hashem, Hashem please. Please, I beg you. When is this going to end? This poverty is too much. motai When's, the, when's this going to end? When? You know what Hashem answers back? Listen to this answer. You won't even believe it. Listen to this answer. Hashem answers him. Do you want me to create the whole world again so you could be born in a mazel of... You hear the Lashem? I'm going to read you the, the gemara. You hear what's going on over here? He's telling him, you want me to create the whole world from the beginning again? Listen, l- listen to these words. It's amazing. He <laughs> it says, He wakes up. my time, what's the reason? Kabakhit. Why'd you cry? Vechayicht. Why'd you smile? Why are you crying? Why are you smiling? What happened? Tell us. Amule. I was sitting with Hashem in my fainting dream. But i I told Hashem, Ad Mata Yitzdaer. How much is sour of this poverty? When listen to the answer. But Amarli, he answers back, Elazar Beni, my dear son Elazar. Niche lecha, de apke, de apke la alma meresha. You want me to create the world again? Efsha, maybe then you'll be born in this in this time, in this exact moment of the Mazel of it? Eh. Hashem is telling about creator you want me to create the whole world from the beginning. So maybe you'll be in this muzzle born like this. What, kind of, what what is it saying? The Gemara is saying because Hashem thought of you before you were even born. When are you gonna be born before you even created the world? Yeah, you know how much Hashem loves you? You know what's going on over it? How good does that make you feel? You love me that much? You love me that much that you you thought of me Ramon. You think about me when you're opening up the sun in the morning. Wow. You think about me before you even create the world. You think about me. Who am I? What are you what's going on? Hashem says, because you don't know who you are. That's the problem. That's why he's crying. That's why Yirmia says, Yermiya says, Hashem is crying because you don't know who you are. If they give up because the gaiva of Yisrael is gone. It's gone. What happened? And when you start realizing, Wow, I'm a yid. I can't speak like that. Because I'm a yid. I can't look at that. Because I'm a yid. I can't eat like that. Because I'm a yid. Do you know who you are? When you know who you are, then you start realizing, you are saying, wow, I can hate that Jew, Sinat Chinam? What are you talking about? Do you know who I'm sitting next to? Do you know who I'm looking at? Do you know? There's no way I can hate that person. No way! Because you don't know who he is? Wow! Wow! I can speak something bad about a yid? Do you know who that Jew is? There's no way! And this is what we're learning here today. Let's stop making Hashem cry. Know who you are, know your value. No, The whole world was born for that one yid. The whole world from beginning creation was born for that yid. And when we realize that, we, we walk around with a starts knowing, every yid is that person. And we mail automatically. We have Avat Wow, Hashem did that for you. Wow, He did that for you. And it's not a theory. He did it for me and He did it for you. How could that be? Because we have to know who we are.